What's going on, sports addicts? Welcome back to the Confessions of a Sports Addict podcast. We're back today with our NFC South preview. And today in that preview, we will be featuring the New Orleans Saints, Atlanta Falcons, Carolina Panthers, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What we do in these videos is we go over the key additions and departures of each team, how they ranked offensively and defensively in terms of the NFL. And we kind of give a take or a question kind of at the end of the podcast of each team going into this upcoming season. Mm -hmm. So starting off with the Saints, let's get into their additions and departures. Yeah, so this offseason, the Saints were able to add Jared Cook, Latavius Murray, Malcolm Brown, Nick Easton, and Mario Edwards Jr., while they lost Mark Ingram, Alex Okafor, Max Unger, and Ben Watson. Yeah, I mean, I think that they definitely got better, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They, I think Latavius Murray's better than Mark Ingram, and he has less miles on him you know, throughout his career. Jared Cook is definitely a bigger, more athletic version of Ben Watson, very reliable target. And he's kind of developed into a better player through his career. And then hopefully, you know, the additions of Malcolm Brown and Mario Edwards can shore up that defensive line in that pass rush with Cam Jordan and Sheldon Rankins down there in New Orleans. When taking a look at them offensively and defensively, they were eighth in offense and 14th on defense. So they were definitely more of an elite offense or at Mm -hmm. least a top tier offense. They can score quickly. They put up a ton of points. And then defensively, they were just right there. Average, 14th, you know, 16 would be about average. So, you know, they can get the stops when they need to. You know, they don't always get stops, but they're a pretty good defense. Yeah, I think Sean Payton in his offense just puts so much stress on the defense. He knows how to, like, create space on the field and, you know, make it even easier for Drew Brees, who makes it look like it's, you know, playing with kindergartens out there yeah so um and then defensively I think they did good job adding rotation up front to their defensive line giving Sheldon Rankins and Cam Jordan some help yeah so let's go ahead and move on to the Atlanta Falcons who did they add and who left their team this year yeah this offseason the Falcons were pretty big and um also adding to the trenches but on the offensive side of the ball they added James Carpenter Jamon Brown Luke Stalker uh Chris Lindstrom and Caleb McGarry both added in the draft and then they lost a lot on defense with Bruce Irvin, Justin Bethel, Brian Poole, Robert Alford, Tevin Coleman, and Brooks Reed. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they had a pretty big roster overhaul. Um, they did lose a lot of defensive talent, but they did sure up their offensive line. I'm interested to see how a consistent offensive line will play this year. You know, obviously, they're going to get Devontae Freeman back healthy for hopefully for a full season. And then defensively, you know, they'll get. Um, Deion Jones and Keanu Neal back. Plus, they already have Desmond Trufant. And they re-signed Grady Jarrett, which I thought was pretty big. Yeah, I, I think that adding this much depth to the offensive line and like the quality of players that they've added can only create better lanes for Devontae Freeman. And it'll give uh, Matt Ryan even more time to get it to like Austin Hooper, Julio Jones, and Calvin Ridley. Yeah. And then like offensively, they ranked six, which is even better than the Saints, which is pretty dang elite in my opinion. But obviously, these are in terms of total yards, which really doesn't tell the whole story. And then defensively, they ranked 28th, which was pretty terrible, honestly. But mm-hmm. I think it was just because of the injuries. But six, I mean, they were six without Devontae Freeman, who was like their workhorse running back and a non-consistent offensive line. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable that they were able to kind of, you know, get up that high in terms of ranking on offense. Um, I think with Deion Jones coming back and Keanu Neal, Um, I think their defense will definitely jump up into the better half of the league. Yeah, I I think that the Falcons will definitely be a lot better this year. I mean, they kind of were starting to make a comeback towards the end of last year, but 
once they ran into that wall called Cleveland Browns, they just they just lost it. Um, next up, let's go ahead and move to, into the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Um, so the Panthers this offseason added Matt Paradis, Gerald McCoy, Bruce Irvin, and Chris Hogan, and then they drafted Brian Burns while they lost Thomas Davis, Devin Funches, Matt Khalil, and Demir Bird. I mean, so what I'd see here is that they kind of replaced veterans with veterans. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Matt Khalil retired, and he was a pretty big player for their organization. Paradis coming in, he's one of the better centers in the league. McCoy should be pretty good up front with Bruce Irvin. You know, Brian Burns should be there. Kawan Short should be there. And they have some other guys on that defensive line. So they should be pretty crazy as far as pass rush. Kevin or Chris Hogan should be a pretty good check down kind of guy. And then, you know, their departures, obviously it sucks that they lost Thomas Davis. Funches isn't going to be bad. And then Demir Bird. I mean, he was a burner, but I don't think he even played that much. Plus, they, they got like five guys on the roster who's like the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just want to note that I think you're getting Matt Cleo and Ryan Cleo mixed up. Matt Cleo's a left tackle. And uh, he signed okay. with the Texans, yeah. actually, I believe, this offseason. So, you know, but I still think that the rest of their offensive line is pretty good. I mean, it sucks that they lost Andrew Norwell a couple years ago, but I, I think that they can still be pretty good. You know, with Cam, as big as he is, he could take a hit or two. And then Christian McCaffrey, I mean, he's amazing. He's one of the best yeah. running backs in the league. Honestly, I'm looking for McCaffrey to even take another step. I, I need to see him get a 1,000 yards rushing. And I want to see him get like 750 yards. I want to see him get 2,000 all-purpose yards. Yeah. I want to see it he's, happen. He's that good of a player. He's capable of it. But now, like, looking into it offensively, they were ranked 10th, which isn't bad. I think that they have a good system there with North Turner. He's usually proven to be pretty, you know, high up in terms of offense. I know um, he's done that throughout his time in the league. And then defensively, they rank 15th. I think with Ron Rivera, some of these new additions, I think that they can get back into that top 10. They Carolina already plays good defense. They'll even get better. It's just crazy to look at it. Like the first few teams, like all top, everybody like, in this division, it, top 10 in offense. Yes. And obviously there was a couple that, you know, most of them are, you know, average to below average on defense, but like, who's to say it's not because of each other. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like it's probably these explosive offenses that are making them bad teams in defensive total yards yeah but i mean you know let's go ahead and move on to the tampa bay buccaneers yeah so uh finally the buccaneers were able to add indomica sue shaq barrett Dion buchanan rashad perriman and devin white he was a draft pick at number five and then they lost gerald mccoy quan alexander deshaun jackson and adam humphreys yeah i mean we talked about it earlier before this started but Deshaun Jackson and Adam Humphreys, where are they being replaced? Who are they being replaced by? I don't know. I mean, obviously, Mike Evans is there, so he's, you know, a top-tier wide receiver. But, like, you're not going to replace the speed and then, like, the reliability of Adam Humphreys. Um, With just Brashad Perriman. Yeah, there's no way. I think that Devin White's going to be able to replace Kwan Alexander, and Deion Buchanan will be there with Levante David, so they'll be pretty dang good. And Damakasu for Gerald McCoy. All right, I'll take that straight up. Um, other than that, I mean, I don't know. They got Bruce Arians, so we'll see what happens there. Mm -hmm. Todd Bowles is going to be a defensive coordinator. And then I think they have Byron left, which is the offense coordinator. So yeah. that'll be interesting to see. They did rank third on offense. Obviously, Todd Monken and Dirk Cutter were there. But I think it was mostly Todd Monken, you know, kind of getting plays in. Mm -hmm. And then 27th on defense, which sucks. But, I mean, I don't think they could really generate a pass rush last year. 
Yeah, they and, should be better with Sue this year, and then like adding like Shaq Barrett, and I I still think like even Devin White could give you kind of in in some blitzing situations. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then the one thing that you were mentioning was that like, well, first of all, I want to say that I think Devin White will be able to replace Quan Alexander to be a much Pretty more easily. suitable. Yeah. And then the other thing is, is like on offense, the Bucks were constantly going back between Ryan Fitzpatrick and Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. With no run game behind yeah. them either. Yeah, with no run game behind them. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, if they can get a consistent year out of Jameis Winston, see if he takes the next step. So circling back to the top, uh, I want to hear Dylan's take on the Saints. Yeah, so, you know, after a couple of tough defeats in the last two postseasons to the Vikings and the Rams, can they take the step and finally make the Super Bowl? You know, they've been two steps away, then they were only one step away last year. Can they do that for possibly the last time in Drew Brees' career? We don't know how many more years he's got left. I could see if they make it to the Super Bowl, if they win, maybe even if they don't win, he could still retire. Yeah. I mean, I I really just want to see a Brady and Brees Super Bowl, but I'm sorry, Brady, you got to move over. (laughs) Baker's time, man. We need a new new winner in the AFC and in the, you know, NFL. But, yeah, I mean, Drew Brees' arm strength is starting to fall off. Looking at the Atlanta Falcons, though, like, can we talked about it. Can they rebound from their injury decimated season last year and get back to Super Bowl form? Obviously, they made the change at offensive coordinator. They changed some things up on offense and defense. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting to see how Dan Quinn and the Falcons bounce back this upcoming season. Taking a look at the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, it's how will Cam look with a new throwing motion? We know he debuted that like about a week or two ago in their mini camp. Um, and with the additions up front on defense, will they be able to generate a better pass rush? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. Obviously, Cam Newton isn't really like doing those like full drills, so he's kind of more stationary when he's throwing the ball. So we'll see what happens. I'd be surprised if he plays this year. You know, if the Panthers are willing to risk it as far as like management, they don't want their franchise quarterback getting hurt. But who knows what will happen. And then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know, will Jameis be able to take the next step in becoming the franchise QB? The Bucks hoped he would when they took him number one overall. And can their defense improve with the overhaul it saw this offseason? Like we mentioned in earlier talking about the Bucs, it'll be interesting to see how they rebound. I think that they were definitely a team that was poised to make the playoffs last season. But, mm-hmm. you know, things just didn't work out. That's just how the NFL is. This yeah. is clearly going to be a competitive division. Looking at it, I think you have to put the scenes as, you know, the top team. And then I think I would go Falcons, Panthers, Bucks. I think that's pretty similar to how it finished last year. Maybe, you know, a little bit of a flip-flop. Uh, do you think that it's going to finish any way differently? I, I think if Cam can stay healthy the whole season, I think they have a chance. But I, I think the Falcons do have a little bit of a step. But I, I, I could see the Falcons winning the division, though, too. Yeah. The Falcons are the only other team I could see winning the division. I think that just the Panthers have too many, like they really just don't have like a go-to receiver. Yeah. I mean, I think DJ Moore can be that. And then they don't really have like a guy in the secondary mm-hmm. that makes you want to say, I- I'm not going to throw there. Yeah. You know, I think that obviously those guys can make plays, but th- nobody there is like elite this, or even great. Yeah. I would say the Saints and Falcons both have that, like Desmond Trufant and Mar- uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah. Panthers don't have that. Yeah. I mean, the Buccaneers, they even got better in their secondary. But anyways, you know, that's going to wrap it up for us with the NFC South Divisional Preview. We appreciate you guys for watching. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Tell us what you think. You guys are sports addicts. We appreciate you guys for listening to the Confessions of a Sports Addict podcast. We'll see you guys in the NFC West Divisional Preview that will be coming out 
tomorrow.